This is a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. Take time to be holy, speak oft with thy Lord. Jesus. 
Welcome to worship, good neighbors. You are listening to a Neighbors United in Christ parish worship service sponsored by the Lutheran Churches of Deronda, Little Falls, and Trinity. My name is Lauren Tag, and thanks again today for Jim Haugerud and Debbie Tag, our musicians, Eileen Flatten, our reader and provider of the children's message, and our recording engineer is Isaac Christensen. You are able to join us by NUIC podcast and at 8 a.m. each Sunday morning on WPCA Radio 93.1 FM. And it's live internet stream on www.wpcaradio.org. If you'd like to help sponsor these services or donate to our ministry, you can contact us by phone at 715 268 9577 by mail at NUIC Parish, 1578 85th Avenue, Amory, Wisconsin, and through our website at www.nuicparish.org. Today's radio broadcast, uh, we want to thank WPCA Radio uh, for helping us do this ministry. The church is anywhere people gather in Jesus' name. Even when we are not together in a church building, God continues to be present in the creative and intentional ways that we gather for worship. Therefore, wherever you are at this time, worshiping in Jesus' name, your present location is the church. You may want to lay a cloth down and, uh, to lay before you a candle, a cross, and you might enjoy making a small worship space to enhance your at-home worship. You may also want to have a Bible or Bibles for the kids. As we begin worship, it is our desire to honor God, to be open, to open our hearts to the spirit of God's love and presence and begin with the invocation. Dedicating this hour to the presence and purposes of God we worship together, together with God the Creator, Jesus our Savior, and the Spirit, our breath of life. Amen. Choose you this day whom you will serve. We will be servants of Yahweh our God. You shall have no other gods before Yahweh. We will serve Yahweh our God. We'll continue with the confession of sin and forgiveness We confess our sins before God and one another. God of promise, you have given us all we are and all we have, and still we have not trusted you fully. We have tried to be God in our own lives, hurting ourselves and those around us in our attempts to control. 
wash us clean in the waters of your salvation and bring us back into right relationship with you. God welcomes you home with open arms and forgives you all your sin. For the sake of Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, live in the promise of God's love, freely given. Amen. Living below in this old sinful world, hardly a comfort can afford. Striving alone to face temptation's sword, where could I go but to the Lord? Where could I go? for my soul needing a friend to help me in the end where could I go but to the Lord neighbors are kind I love them everyone we get along in sweet accord but when my soul needs manna from above, where could I go but to the Lord? Where could I go? Where could I go? Seeking a refuge for my soul, needing a friend to help me in the where could I go but to the Lord? Life here is grand with friends I love so dear. Comfort I get from God's own word. Yet when I face this chilling hand of death, where could I go but to the Give me Jesus. Give me Jesus.
continue with the prayer of the day. Faithful God, your servant Joshua challenged the people to renew their commitment to you. In the same way, challenge us each day to declare you with our actions that we love and serve only you. Amen. Now I encourage you to share the sign of peace, either with those around you or even for yourself, to bless yourself or someone who's with you, beginning with a touch on the head and use the Trinity formula, be blessed or I am blessed in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Amen. And now we turn to the Holy Scriptures and uh, the children's sermon with Eileen. The first reading is from Joshua chapter 24, verses 1 through 15. Then Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and summoned the elders, the heads, the judges, and the officers of Israel, and they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said to all the people, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Long ago your ancestors... Terah and his sons Abraham and Nahor lived beyond the Euphrates and served other gods. Then I took your father Abraham from beyond the river and led him through all the land of Canaan and made his offspring many. I gave him Isaac, and to Isaac I gave Jacob and Esau. I gave Esau the hill country of Seir to possess, but Jacob and his children went down to Egypt. Then I sent Moses and Aaron, and I plagued Egypt with what I did in its midst, and afterwards I brought you out. When I brought your ancestors out of Egypt, you came to the sea, and the Egyptians pursued your ancestors with chariots and horsemen to the Red Sea. When they cried out to the Lord, he put darkness between you and the Egyptians and made the sea come upon them and cover them, and your eyes saw what I did to Egypt." Afterwards, you lived in the wilderness a long time. Then I brought you to the land of the Amorites, who lived on the other side of the Jordan. They fought with you, and I handed them over to you, and you took possession of their land, and I destroyed them before you. Then King Balak, son of Zippor of Moab, set out to fight against Israel. 
He sent and invited Balaam, son of Beor, to curse you, but I would not listen to Balaam. Therefore, he blessed you, so I rescued you out of his hand. When you went over the Jordan and came to Jericho, the citizens of Jericho fought against you, and also the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Girgashites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, and I handed them over to you. I sent the hornet ahead of you, which drove out and before you the two kings of the Amorites, and it was not by your sword or your bow. I gave you a land on which you had not labored, and towns that you had not built, and you live in them. You eat the fruit of the vineyards and the olive yards that you did not plant. Now therefore revere the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your ancestors served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. Now if you are unwilling to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. The second reading is from Matthew chapter 4, verses 8 through 10. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said to them, all these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Good morning, boys and girls. It's now time for the children's message, and as I like to say, for all of us who are still children at heart. I don't know about you, but I would be lost without my to-do list. Every day, I have a list of all the things that I need to do. If I don't get them all done, I add them to the list for the next day. A to-do list helps me to make sure I don't forget something that is very important. I have a to-do list with some of the things I do every day. Make my bed, do the laundry, grocery shopping, make supper, balance my checkbook, rake the leaves, wash the dishes, watch TV. There's one problem I can see with a to-do list. There are some things on the list that are easier to do, while other things might be more difficult. We might be tempted to do the easy things first and leave the other things to do later if we have time. I must confess that I sometimes find myself doing that. We must remember that all of the things on our to-do list may be good, but some are more important than others. One day, Jesus was heading toward Jerusalem with a group of his disciples. As they were walking along the road, a man said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus said to the man, Foxes have dens and birds have nests, but I don't even have a place to lay my head. He wanted the man to understand that following him might not always be fun and easy. Then Jesus turned to another man in the group and said, Follow me. The man answered, first let me go and bury my father. One of the other men with Jesus said, Lord, I will follow you, but first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Jesus answered him, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. Jesus wants you and me to follow him too. If he were here speaking to us today, he might say to us, it's okay for you to have a to-do list, 
but you need to make sure that you keep first things first. And the first thing on your list must be to follow me. It's good for us to have a plan for our daily life. There are many good things that we do each day, but the most important thing is to follow Jesus. So let's remember to keep first things first. So please bow your head and fold your hands and join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, we understand that it isn't always easy to follow Jesus, but nothing in life is more important. Help us to make following Jesus the number one thing in our life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Happiness is to know the Savior, living a life within his favor, having a change in my behavior. Happiness is the Lord. Happiness is a new creation, Jesus and me with close relation, having a Again, from the narrative, uh, I'd like to share the main idea and what they wrote for us to remember. God gave God's full loyalty to God's people and asked nothing more than the same in return. God's people had to choose, worship God or walk away. It took many decades for the Israelites to establish a working society for themselves after God freed them from slavery in Egypt. God gave them commandments and laws to help them learn to govern themselves. God kept them out of the promised land until they had an opportunity to become a working society. Then God gave them the land promised to them. And for all this time, God put up with their divided loyalties as they continued to worship the gods of Egypt and the surrounding lands. But the time had come for the people to choose. No longer would God tolerate sharing the people's worship with gods that had done nothing for them. God gave them everything, and God wanted their full attention. Joshua delivered a powerful speech, first laying out all that God had done for the people. God's requests usually began with what God has already done for the people. Joshua showed how faithful God had always been to them, despite their divided loyalties. Then Joshua put it plainly. Choose God or walk away. Interestingly, even with all that God had done and the overwhelming evidence that God was looking out for them, God still gave them a choice. The people could see God had been faithful and were willing to worship God alongside their other gods, but Joshua made it clear. God wanted full loyalty for God's loyalty to them. It was a fair ask. Ultimately, the people as a whole chose God, and God renewed God's covenant with God's people again. We often think of the Israelite people, and maybe we forget about how much they are like us, because we see over the years many things, and we keep wondering, why can't they 
get their act together. But sometimes if we take that then personally to look at our own lives, we might find ourselves a little bit too much like the Israelites. Take a look at your own life. More than likely God uh, claimed you in baptism or some other way has made you made known to you that you are part of his family and he wants you to be part of that family. He wants you to follow Jesus. He wants you to be loyal to him. And yet as we look at our lives, we see how sometimes we forgot, sometimes we wandered, and sometimes we needed to hear a stern message about coming back to hearing, to being loyal again. I'm afraid for many of us, the times that we have decided to choose not to follow has been all too clear. And sometimes, sometimes it's not, it hasn't been where we made even a choice. We've just kind of wandered off. A lot of people who work with sheep and stuff will say that a lot of times sheep get lost not by just intentionally going away, but as a shepherd would look out over them, they'd find that some sheep would head one direction eating grass, and then they'd jump off to another area, and then all of a sudden another area, and before long they had kind of separated themselves from the rest of the sheep. How many times they had to be called back either by the sheep themselves or by the shepherd. Sometimes, though, they just kept wandering and got lost. I hope today we hear Joshua's message pretty clear again to remind us of all the things that God has done for us, how God has loved us and cared for us. And then Joshua makes this beautiful statement, but for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. There was not going to be any divided loyalties in his house. He wanted to be a follower. Now, as we look at our church at times, sometimes we forget that it took years and even, like they said, decades for the Israelites to work through a lot of things. Even in the church today, we sometimes struggle with that. But we also have to remember that no matter how much we are loyal to God, we don't always have everything in the right place. There are people in our congregations who are struggling with that loyalty. There are people who are trying to figure out who they are and whose they are. Sometimes we haven't heard their stories and we judge all too quickly. And after all, it's not for us to judge who they are, but to again encourage them to be loyal to God, to be loyal to Jesus. The other day, one of my sons was talking about somebody else and we were talking, he got pretty uh, passionate about how this other person wasn't uh, doing the right thing and all he had to do was just do this and they'd, be, they'd have it figured out. And I said, but you got to understand, sometimes we, we don't know what it is in their past that keeps them from doing that, what it is that ties them up so that they can't make the right decisions. We need to hear each other's story. We need to understand the backgrounds. And then we have to have the patience like God did in bringing these people along and bringing us along. He's not asking something out of line, but he is asking for 
us to be loyal. Sometimes we want to put other things in there. We want to make sure that we all have the right theology or that we have uh, all act the same in the same circumstances or even in different circumstances. So sometimes the church starts judging each other and pointing fingers at what other people aren't doing, but we haven't heard the story. And one mentor of mine that I've always appreciated said, you got to remember, Lauren, all theologies have holes in them. There are weaknesses in some of our understanding of who God is, because God is so much bigger, so much broader in his approach to us than we can ever figure out. But we do have things that we do know. We do know that God is love. We do know, know that God works on our behalf, has worked, is working, and will work for us. A little story that I think we need to remember, though, too, is that uh, Joshua spoke with passion when he gave this sermon. He really wanted the people to understand, and um, this story is called The Fourth Temptation. Satan, the great deceiver, was about to lecture some of his young recruits on the fine arts of deception. Before I begin, he said, I would like to hear what you consider to be the best methods of leading people away from God. I think the best method is to convince people that there is no God, said the youngest of the recruits. Well, we call your method the frontal attack, Satan commented. It has been used for centuries without great success. Only a handful of people ever accept a true position of atheism. Well, perhaps we could convince people that there's no hell, a second recruit suggested. Satan sighed. This was very successful for a long period of time. Liberals like that line of reasoning very much. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we have promoted so much hatred and war that now people sense that they will have to account for all the evil they do. A small recruit ventured a suggestion, rather than try to convince people that there is no God, we should plant the idea that God is so easygoing that there is no need in making an immediate decision. Ah, the great deceiver said grimly, you have stumbled on our second most effective temptation, procrastination. For centuries it has been our best method with the young. Its only serious defect is that it is ineffective with older people. Then what is the best method of deception, the recruits all asked eagerly. Our best method works with those who go to church regularly as well as those who do not. We call it moderation. We convince people not to get too excited or fanatical about God. This way, they convince themselves they are believers, though in truth, there is no fire in the soul. Moderation works just about every time. Billy Graham used to talk about it too, where he talked about being vaccinated, if you will, against with religion. You get enough of it just so that you don't get caught into it very deeply. Sometimes we need to be more excited and more passionate about the gospel. We need to take the time to think through how loyal we want to be and how we want to share that gospel with others. We want to talk in kindness and in love so that uh, people can see that there is something of extreme value and necessity in knowing this God, in knowing this Jesus who loves us. 
I don't know if, well, I'll go back to one other thing. Um, Robert Browning spoke of Christ as the C major of his life. My piano teacher told me in a very early Boy Hill piano lesson to first find middle C and then carry on. I have to kind of smile at that because I, I didn't carry on very long, but I did find middle C. But if Christ is our point of reference, and if we begin with him, all else will come into proper alignment and harmony. So Paul tells us Christ is everything and everywhere from Colossians 3.11. So we need to find Christ as our middle C, our starting point. Are we right with Christ? Are all of our decisions being made with reference to him? How is it with you and the Savior? That is a question. That middle C is important for us, and that's what Joshua is trying to say. Don't get devoided, divided loyalties. Grow from that base of being loyal to God and the God who is loyal to you. Then from there, every reference and everything else. And as we grow in that, one of the neat things is many times we don't even know that we are playing the song of salvation from the sea in our life just because it's so natural. It's there all the time. It's what we always reference. But once in a while, we have to be reminded Christ is everything and is everywhere. Christ is the one who is the beginning of our faith and our life and who meets us at the end of our life. We reference everything to that Christ in our life. May the music you make in the coming week be beautiful music, starting with middle C, Jesus Christ. Amen. I am weak, but thou art strong. Jesus, keep me from all wrong. I'll be satisfied as
I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We'll continue with the prayers of the Church. Lord, listen to your children praying. Lord, send your Confident in the promises of our covenant God, we pray for the church, the world, and all those in need. Faithful God, you delivered your people into the promised land and invited them to live in you. Yet you continue to love them all, whether they chose to follow you or not. We thank you for your faithfulness, even when we so often fall short. God of promise, 
hear our prayer. You placed fertile and beautiful land in the hands of the people of Israel and taught them to care for it. Teach us to care for all that you have made and to respect all creation as a gift. God of promise, you hear our prayer. You chose wise and powerful leaders to guide your people into the promised land. Teach our world leaders to govern with justice and mercy, remembering the needs of all. God of promise, you hear our prayer. Grant healing and wholeness to all who suffer illness, injury, addiction, imprisonment, abuse, isolation, neglect, or despair. Especially today, we remember Arlene Johnson, Craig Olson, Jeanette Helling, Jean Heisingtow, Rachel and Derek Helling, Kelsey Zamuda, Pat and Lucille Troff, Christina Burgett, Helen Erickson, Gary Fredrickson and Randy Goglin, Rachel Seacrest, Julie Dubois, Jim Wade, Scott Morgan, Matt Craig, Dave Christensen, Helen Jorgensen, Torian Silty, Shirley and Dixie Taig, Ida Martinson, Edna Henriksen, Richard Roos, Shirley Lentz, and Clara Garish. God of promise, you hear our prayer. In war, there are no winners and losers. There are only those whose losses are greater. Bring this world to peace so that there might be no more war, suffering in any land. And especially remember Ukraine and Russia this day. God of promise, you hear our prayer. We remember with joy all those who declared with confidence their choices to serve only you. May we, in their memory, also proclaim our faithfulness until we meet again in your presence. God of promise, you hear our prayer. Trusting in your grace and mercy, we lift these prayers to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord, listen to your children praying. Lord, send your spirit in this place. Lord, listen to your children praying. Send us love. Continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. As people of faith, we are called to continue strengthening the ministry of the church, even when we are physically distant. We invite you to prayerfully consider making a donation to our parish, your home congregation, the synod, or somewhere else where the work of the body of Christ is being done to love and to serve our neighbors. Me. 
nearer to thee E'en though it be across that raiseth me Still all my song shall be Nearer my God to thee Nearer my God to thee Nearer to thee Though like the be over me my rest a stone yet in my dreams I'd be nearer my God to thee nearer my God to thee nearer to thee there let the Then with my waking thoughts, bright with thy praise, out of my stony griefs, Bethel I'll raise. So by my woes to be nearer my God to thee, Still all my song shall be nearer my God to thee, nearer my God to thee, nearer to thee. Gracious and holy God, bless these tithes and offerings we have given for the sake of the kingdom. Let the grace and generosity of the Father be light that, the light that guides us, the compassion of the Son to be the love that inspires us, and the presence of the Holy Spirit be the power that moves us. Called to walk together as the body of Christ, let us abide with one another in peace. Thanks be to God. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and grant you peace. Amen. I am weak, but thou art strong. Jesus.
Listening to a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. Our podcast is supported by our three congregations of Deronda, Little Falls, and Trinity Lutheran Churches, our small town churches in Amor, Wisconsin. If you feel so moved to donate, please visit us online at nuicparish.org. That's nuicparish.org. Until next time. Every day, all the way.